everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Queuing Up Podcast. I don't know why you just, did you just sniff it or did you just kind of? <laughs> so I don't know if you picked that up or if you heard that because sometimes like the green light doesn't need to be going off. It can catch other noises. It's just catching your voice. Right. So I probably just got you sniffing it. If you know, if you haven't heard already, I have a guest with me today and I'm going to let her introduce herself. What up? My name is Kaya. Say you can't put the microphone closer if you'd like, so you don't have okay. to. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to. It's not. It can be, it's not as sensitive as you think. It's one of those mics where it has to be closer to your mouth. I end up yelling sometimes, so I just like. Which is perfectly fine because I can edit the audio afterwards. Okay. Fair point. So just to like have it and be like, well, it's here now. Fair point. <clears throat> so uh, today's topic is uh, we're gonna be talking about dreams, basically going over like our interpretation of them, why we have them, and why some of them make absolutely no sense <laughs> whatsoever. I'm going to start the whole thing off with uh, vivid dreams. Have you ever had a vivid dream before? Yes, actually. I had a vivid reoccurring dream as a child that I still remember clearly to this day. It hasn't happened in like since I was young, but I was in, I would be in this like broken, it was almost like a storm, like a big tsunami or whatever. There was shit, stuff everywhere. And um, I was like you can swear, it's not like it's just uh, a bunch of these are these are all adults here okay. that listen to my podcast. True. I don't want to get you in trouble. I forget that. Uh... Anyways, so I there is I think it was a bank. Yeah, I can best remember it as a bank. I go in. Um, there's nothing there. Obviously, it's still wrecked. Like there's just debris and it's just stuff everywhere. And I'm like, what? Like what the hell is this? And there will be this giant hole in the ground, like like made hole in the ground, like a bomb or something went off and i would always like slide down into the hole and then um in the hole it would just be a normal like caved in hole but then there would be this hallway that was like carved into like underground almost sorry for smiling but this just sounds like a horror movie it was it it is though (laughs) like every single time i had it i'm like this is one of the most horrifying experiences of my life and there would be like a you know it's like dungeon like fucking metal rusty doors that you see in like I was, I was gonna say real quick did you turn off your mic or is it still on, still on. Oh, okay i just wanted to make sure because i didn't cause i think i heard you click i might have been just your rings that were clicking together but i was like i don't Probably. i was like could you imagine you tell this whole story just to find out you didn't oh have your microphone God. on well time to start over <laughs> i was gonna say as you're saying with the like <laughs> the aesthetic of like a dungeon yeah. for like uh dungeon and dragons so that there's just this really rusty fucking door at the end of the hallway mm-hmm. with like slits in the top you know and it was like there was like fire on like orange just heat, just. You sure you didn't fire. like find the portal of hell here? Like, See, I might have fucking been because it definitely had the vibe of like, I am not supposed to be here. This is not like. This, this is not this optimal. Is, yeah, this is not <laughs> supposed to be here. And um, I would always approach the door and place my hand on the door, and I would always wake up. I've never gotten any further. I actually, as the dream sequence continued as a child, I would get further and further along the dream. Like at first, I would just be walking down this broken down the street, and then the next dream, I would find the bank. The next dream, I would find the hole, and it's so forth and so forth. It was so it was such a strange occurrence. But yeah. So I was gonna say, with me, the most vivid dream I think I've had was uh, so really quickly. The one rule I always follow when it comes to dreams: never trust a toilet. If you if you're like if you're unaware of where you are, what's going on, even if it's like you even if you know you're conscious, do not trust the toilet unless you know it's absolutely real and can flush. Because there have been times where I remember walking into a bathroom in my dream. This is after the fact. I woke up. 
I would feel it. I could feel how cold it is. I could hear it when I pick up the fucking like toilet seat. But I sat there and I was like, do I test this? And this is when I was about 16, 15, 16 years old. There was the littlest dot of pee on my bed because I started peeing and I woke up because this is what caught me that I knew it wasn't real. Quiet. This is what caught me that I knew it wasn't real. There was no water in the toilet once I started peeing. Because I looked at it, there was water. But as soon as I let out just a little bit, I jumped up, ran to the bathroom and peed. And I looked at there's the tiniest <laughs> bit of like pee on my bed. And I was like, that was close. Yeah, <laughs> that could have like, been oof. significantly worse. That would have been an entire fucking annoying morning. And it's just like, that's just the number one rule. I do not trust a toilet right. in any shape or sense in a dream. Even if it's real life, I'm just like, okay, hold on. Does it flush? It flushes. It's cold. I can see the water. Okay. But it's just like, it will trip me the, the hell reality out. Reality checks, bro. That's how you check if you're <laughs> dreaming or not. If the toilet doesn't have water in it, do not wake up. It's time to wake up. <laughs> but uh, the one that I always thought was interesting, that was always like, not necessarily reoccurring, but I've had it a lot, is the vivid dreams of me getting hurt. Not like, you know, the, the graphic ones where I got shot or ripped or stabbed. Like, if I stub my toe, I can physically, you know, feel, like, feel my toe getting stubbed. Like, I'll wake up holding my toe. Like, bro, that felt weird. Like, I felt that. And it's just like, I, I don't know if this really counts as vivid because I woke up to it. This is the story I was going to tell you last night, but I decided to save it for the podcast. So... Basically, what happened was I was sleeping, and in my in my like dream, someone grabbed me by the like the thigh, like their hand was above my knee and on my shin, and so I was like kind of slowly waking up, and I was like, bro, that feels so realistic. That's weird. I found out my thigh was cramped and my leg was completely straight. So once I gained consciousness, I immediately was in severe pain. <laughs> I turned into my pillow and just screamed, Bruh. Because in my dream, I don't know what was grabbing me, but I'm like, oh, bro, get off me. What is this? Like, you know, something's like trying to attack me. And I wake up. I'm like, oh, it's all a dream. And then my leg is like stiffening. And I'm like, oh, ah. it was a demon. Listen, I know it, it could have very well been some some sleep dream entity that was in your dreams as a fan that caused this cramp. Oh, uh, if you never, never if, you never know, bro. See, I've never had a dream like that again. But now you say that, I'm I'm a swing in my sleep. If there's anyone in my vicinity while I'm a, like asleep, I feel bad for them if they get cracked and I'm dead asleep. Well, you know, and when you punch in your in your dreams, like it's so fucking still like you're punching water. But you want to do happen to you? Or like, there was a theory of why that is. It depends on how you sleep. If you're sleeping on your right side and you're right-handed, it's gonna be hard to move your arm because all your body weight's on it. So in your dream, you literally are like handicapping yourself. You want to know why that's bad for me? I sleep on my stomach, which means I'm incapable of running and or moving in any direction. <laughs> I'm kind of stuck in quote unquote fear. Interesting. <laughs> but people who stand, I, like, I, I wonder, like, people who fall asleep on chairs, like, sitting. What, like, what are their dreams like? Are they, like, falling or something? Or, like. I feel like it'd probably just be normal. <laughs> I remember. I fall asleep on, well, I used to at my grandparents' side of recliner, you remember? Yeah. It just, I don't know, dreams to me are just so interesting because they can be very informational to you. Like, they can give you an insight to yourself, what you're going through, how to deal with it. But then sometimes they're the most random fucking thing you've ever had in your life. Like, I vividly remember, like, this has nothing to do with me physically, but I just remember there was a dream I had where it was literally just a cow. A cow that would walk around my room, look at me occasionally, but it wouldn't move like a cow. No, it would balk like a chicken. And then every time I'd wake up, I'd be staring in the direction it was looking at me at. What the fuck? And I would sit there and think, 
not you know th- out of everything i could possibly think of was did i shut my door that's the, always the first thought <laughs> is like it's never about what actually happened in my dream it's always like how did that get in here <laughs> you check the windows i'll check vents and stuff I was like there's no possible way that could get in here i'm like why am i trying to scientifically fucking prove to myself that this got into my room through normal means in a right. dream i had now i like the one thing i always find funny is when like i I'm not being sexist, but I've only seen this with girls that I know or they get mad at their boyfriends for cheating on them in their dream. It's just one of those things, you know, it's like, you know, if I'm dreaming about this, then like, you know, chances are there is some some connection there. That's just like, why did I suddenly have a fucking dream about this? That's that's us. I can, the, I subcon- the subconscious delivers messages. I feel a lot of the dreams are me- are messages from our subconscious, and if you believe in the sort of things like a higher, a higher selves and our um, higher consciousness, telling us things about our life and stuff and things like that, it's just like okay, so the, this could be taken metaphorically or literally, and obviously the first thing that happens when you see your fucking partner cheating on you in a dream is like. This can only mean liter- in a literal sense. And um, so, like, I completely get it. Um, obviously, it's not justified to cause a fight with your boyfriend the second you wake up in the morning. But when, like, you have, like, a bad attitude about it. Right. I would just, like, probably talk to him about it. Or if it's the other way around, just talk to her about it or, or them just in general. See, like, the way I interpret certain dreams is they have an effect on my life. And the dream I always bring up is when I was seven years old. I had these two orbs that were in front of me. One was black, one was white. One represented life, one represented death. They spoke but had no mouths. And they didn't have a necessarily like a voice that was like assigned to a gender. Like it didn't sound female, it didn't sound male, it didn't sound... It was literally like, it was almost like telepathic. It was like sending you messages. Yeah, like I could... You could understand them as if it was a language. like Like it was a voice, but I couldn't give you, like I could not mimic the voice. Exactly. It's just like, I'm hearing this, but like, I'm also not hearing this. It's... And like I know exactly what you mean. The way the way I interpreted it, it was like because they came to me and after the whole conversation of who they were, what was going on, uh, so they these things basically told me that in life the only things that are guaranteed is your uh, I think it was your first uh your first heartbeat and your last breath. Those are the only two things that are guaranteed. And you know, some people would argue like, well, some people well, some babies aren't even born. I'm like, well, they still have a heartbeat and technically a last breath. Like every like it's not the uh, it's generic. not in the most literal fucking yeah, of the world. Yeah. yeah. And basically what happened was I made a deal with the death entity that I would give up my happiness for my friend's happiness. And the reason for this, like, it's weird because the reason I bring this up is because in my life... Why the fuck did you do this, Damien? <laughs> because in my life, it's weird seeing this and remembering this dream. Because there are instances where, like, it's the most random shit ever of why something bad will happen to me. And, you know, people are like, it's coincidence. I'm like, yeah, but coincidence doesn't happen so frequently that's not coincidence that's just weird like you were here when uh, this the one girl literally just said she hated me that was literally random out of nowhere i was like okay that's just <laughs> right like uh, and it's okay, like whenever thanks. whenever i got happy with other people like i could be happy myself but i couldn't be happy with other people or other things because something weird would happen see now, I'm not saying I I'm doing you, that I, still now. Like, you know, obviously I'm working on myself, right. but it's like, it's still kind of weird thinking about it in the past sense. I think you might have made some sort of deal with 
some demonic entity there because that definitely sounds like some sort of karmic deal and especially um these like things will come to you in your dreams because that's when you're most susceptible to to experience crazy fucking shit you're not going to question if some three if some fucking glowing orb of some three-headed person is talking to you because like it's funny because like you're dreaming and like half the time you don't even realize it's a dream like this stuff is just normal to you see i love how accepting a lot of people are in their dreams like i've never experienced someone who was racist in their dream like they were like i've met racist people but when they talk about their dreams they weren't racist they accepted everyone and everything but as soon as they come back to it they turn into themselves that's because the human ego is kind of detached in our in our dream state the human ego being like our emotion our 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 feeling of self essentially our, our individuality um when we dream this just kind of um it doesn't disappear but it, it is definitely mellowed out and it's like because it's, it's this isn't the physical reality this is in your dreams so it's like you don't need to always have your human ego driving you because it's not like what happens essentially i just realized when you like do this it still picks up your voice, but I wonder how that, it's gonna sound like you're like walking past, like a like a car when it comes by. <laughs> it's just like eh. I need to use my other hand for my hand move. I move my hands with the. I was gonna say you can switch hands if you want to, as long as you have like the top of the microphone facing towards right. you to catch your voice. Because it seems like you're very right hand orientated when you're speaking, because your left hand's just kind of like trying to get comfortable, whereas the right hand's the one that's like, so you do this right. and this. But like, it's just. The reason why I say like I feel like dreams are like a portal to like a different world or like a different state of mind is because there's a lot of times where I get deja vu because of my dreams. And some of them are like years down the road. For example, the whole thing with like my sister when she had a heart attack at 16, there was a dream I had. I don't, it was way before we were even like in the double digits where I just remember dreaming where like something was happening to my sister and like I would pray to God at the time and saying, give me part of her like pain so she doesn't leave. So I was like, okay, that's a weird dream. Well, flash like however many years forward, she's having a heart attack. And I find myself having deja vu. Like I don't believe in God, but I still prayed because, you know, there's people who like who believe in God who pray. And I was just praying for her. And I said, whoever's up there, whatever I believe in, please help her. And I said the phrase, give me some of her pain so she can stay. Lo and behold, I have exactly what she has, but a lesser case. What makes it even crazier is that th that like thing I was telling you about, like how it skips generations of family members. Only one of the kids should have had it, but both me and my sister have this. Even the doctor was dumbfounded and said that shouldn't happen. Right. And he's like, the odds of this is absolutely absurd. And throughout my entire life, that's always been a thing. She got the swine flu. I got normal flu. She got the whooping cough. I got a like you know a sore like a sore throat or like what was it a strep throat, strep throat. right? Uh, it was like she had severe asthma. I had mild asthma. The only thing I didn't share with her was her bleeding disorder. And the only thing she didn't share with me was my osteogenesis imperfecta, which is just brittle bone disease. I had a mild case. I also drank a lot of fucking milk as a kid. So like, that's probably why like I sink that probably, you know what? Now that I make the connection, I think that's why I sink to the bottom of pools. Cause like, I, cause it like helps with bone density, which is what I struggled with. I drank, when I say I drink a lot of milk, I mean like, like, Probably why I love milk so much. Try to be careful with that too, because cow milk isn't exactly perfect for you. Uh, too much of it will cause bone disease. 
which is ironic for me. <laughs> right. It's literally what I have. <laughs> which is exactly, which is the same thing uh, with fluoride that they put in our waters. Not beating all that, but. Ah, dude, you don't like tasting pennies when you drink water? It's amazing. And no, that's character. No, I love it. I love it. So, I love also just literally screwing my entire brain up. Really, really quickly. Have you ever had hard water? Hard water? Yep. Like ice? Th- that's what you think, right? Yes. So imagine water, but this has like a alcohol con- water. Nope. It's water that has the consistency of ice, but it's physical water. You can drink the ice. Mm-mm. So basically just fucking liquid nitrogen. <laughs> Good old glass of liquid nitrogen. I can feel my insides. Mm-hmm. Is this what it's like to be a victim of Sub-Zero? <laughs> oh my god, bro. Getting froze from the inside out. Imagine that. Like A punch could probably literally shatter every organ. What is this? Sega. I'll be right back. <laughs> what you get? I like how smart he is. He's like, I can fight. Now he's gone. <laughs> he's like, you think I'm playing? You think I'm playing? But it's just, the reason for it is because it's like, it's just, I don't know, like the deja vu, things that happen. And it's like, I feel like sometimes it's like a warning to you. And the way I interpret it sometimes is that it's like a future version of me is giving me certain pieces of knowledge to help me throughout my life. Given you can argue now you're getting into like the whole time fucking travel shit, but like it makes the most sense. It's when you're We're talking most, about dreams here. So it's, yeah, it's like, like when you're most vulnerable, it's when you're most susceptible that your mind is at it like rests. So you start seeing, hearing and feeling things you've never like done before. Right. For example, I know it's funny, but this is what opened my mind a lot when I was younger is it's usually when I'm sleeping, I think of the most random things ever. I would never think of these things when I'm awake. For example, who decided one day to just take pottery and take a dump in it and call it a toilet? Like, it's funny to think about. I was like, but someone looked at that and went, you know, we can put this somewhere. (laughs) So like, give me that pot. Right. I'm sure they're like, well, we need somewhere to fucking, we need something to make toilets or whatever they call them at the time out of. I'm sure wood got annoying. Ugh. Imagine getting sponges as you're like taking a shit. Like, mm, I'm sure that's wonderful. I couldn't, oh, dude, I couldn't imagine. But it's like the dreams themselves kind of like. When was toilet paper invented? I just. 1812. I, I need to look this up because I cannot imagine a life before toilet paper. I'm pretty sure the toilet was made in like BC era. Like it wasn't, you know, patented, patented as like the toilet, but like the first instances of just taking a dump in like a pot and just putting a top onto it it's like there you go i'm pretty sure it was made in china wasn't it i feel like anyways that'd be my guess 1857 and i was in the united states joseph gayetti was his name i see the one that like patented toilet paper wait what did you say it was made 19 or 1857 did you hear my guess 1812 yeah i was like that's pretty close and i just guessed i was like that just seems like something they would have during like the powdered wig era (laughs) you would fucking hope so like like oh my god i can't imagine being like the like revolutionary war era like i'm taking a shit i'm gonna wipe it with like a my hand right my (laughs) my hand that's what they used to do in uh spartan or like greek times they use their left hand and if you shook someone's hand with their left hand that's like the most disrespectful thing you yeah because you're literally He's like, here's my feces. Now how much you have to hate someone to wipe your ass and then <laughs> proceed to fucking shake someone's hand. And he's like, I, w- I hope they 
They've I wonder been if they got pink eye a lot back then. Probably not. I'm sure they had some way of of um, cleaning themselves. Ancient cultures are very. They're a lot more um, intelligent than we give them credit for. I mean, look at, I think it was the Aztecs, or even doctors nowadays still think it's weird that they would break literal pieces of skull off of, like, people who were having migraines or headaches, and it actually worked. It was relieving a lot of pressure off their skull. And I was like, that's weird. How do you just go about your day, though, like, just having a soft spot on your forehead or, like, right. the back of your head? I'm sure they. Ha- I think I'm sure they have like a crown or something to cover that. No, but they were scary. Very there were some strange. civilizations that were creepy to me, like the Mayans and the Aztecs. And I only mean creepy as in the sense of like how smart they were. The fact that like I think it was was it the Mayans the ones that or was it the Aztecs. One of them were like the stars. They could read the stars. It's both of them. That's just they both were able to a lot. A lot of ancient cultures were able to. That's the scary thing. Sumeria like, was able to. Imagine just looking up at the sky and going, "Damn, there's gonna be a war in three years." <laughs> it's just like, oh, damn. Well. It's a destiny. We gotta do. We gotta go to war in three years. People back then were in a higher vibrational sense of existence than we are today. They had a lot more access and more understanding of things like this, and the the spiritual sense of our existence. Also, you could also chalk everything up to aliens, which I kind of do believe in. You look at you look at all of the scriptures and all the the hieroglyphs and all that other shit <clears throat> there is there is concrete evidence of aliens visiting us in the past and um yeah that's how i believe that these things got a lot of their knowledge of stars and the star constellations and how they were able to match up their pyramids perfectly with them and it makes sense uh, anyways getting back to dreams <laughs> So, the um, pineal gland in our brains it is what is uh, active when we are dreaming, and this this um, gland, this organ in our brain, is responsible for producing few hormones, um, most notably serotonin, melatonin. This um, organ um, manages our, our sleep cycles, basically. That kind of sounds like it, like. <laughs> Serotonin, melatonin. If you just took off like the tonin part, you got sero and like mel or sarin mel. Saramel, like <laughs> almost like a Pokemon. Caramel, <laughs> caramel. Like, it's just, it's I'm like, hungry. Yeah, it's like no wonder it makes me either happy or sad because you're happy you're eating chocolate, but you're sad because you're getting carbs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even be sad about that. Or I'm, calories, my bad. I'm so skinny. I need I need calories. But anyways. This organ also produces this substance called dimethyltryptamine, um, <clears throat> also referred to as DMT, um, extremely powerful psychedelic. And um, the um, trips that this thing can induce are so, they feel like dreams almost. You go there and it's like, this is, I'm dreaming. And there is this, there is this familiar, it's so strange, there is this sense of familiarity with the place as if you've been there so much and and you've been there forever and yet you and yet you never have and um they the hallucinations that it causes are just very dreamlike in nature and um especially when i can remember the dream i don't remember much dreams because i rarely dream if i do i don't remember that the moment i fucking wake up 
But um, the dreams and the um, trips that this substance cause are very similar in just how they feel and like flow. And um, yeah, <laughs> going going back to what you said about the whole um, like deja vu thing and having yep. dreams of I the tattoo to me is almost like we're either seeing into like another reality where this stuff is happening already or we're somehow glimpsing through time into our future to see what's about to happen because i get that so fucking much i had a lot of dreams as a child that i'm able to remember and then they happen they've happened a lot recently in the past like five years and every time it happens i just stop moving i'm just like I saw this exactly this fucking way years ago in a dream. And it blows my mind every fucking time. It's just like every human has this this ability to break the understanding of our reality. And it's incredible. And, uh, with that being said, we're going to take a quick break because uh, this, for some reason, only lets us record for like 30 minutes. We'll take a quick break. It's going to be probably like a couple seconds to you, but probably a couple minutes for us, if that, unless we just start right away. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you in a couple seconds. So, uh, yeah, we're back from a little break. Probably was only like a couple seconds to you. Like, like I said, a couple minutes to us, but let's not worry about that. Let's not worry about time stuff. We're back on uh, dreams. It's meaningless. Just don't worry about it. Just live your life. Just live your life. Unless, you know, you're like a time cop and, you know, that's your job. But since, you know, those doesn't exist yet. So, <clears throat> I mean, they do exist. Just not here right now. TVA is just watching us like, y'all bitches better keep quiet. Like you better fucking do what I told you to. Have you been seeing those TikToks where it's like something happening in the past that doesn't play out the way it actually happened? And, and then like the like TVA, TVA shows it. Like yeah, there was just one with, standing in the dark hallway. The one, the one I saw was where this guy was reading a book and he puts it down. It says Berenstein Bears, and then the TVA like sits there smiling, shaking his head no, <laughs> grabs it, and then he puts it back where it says Berenstein Bears. And it's like everything that's Mandela effect, like these people are doing on TikTok. Like there's one that's like, um, what was it? Uh, Mario says Yahoo in one of the games. But like somebody, or no, he thought he said Wahoo when he jumped, but he says Yahoo. And he's like, I could have swore. And then the TVA is in the background. He goes, you could have swore what? And he's like, he goes, yeah, Wahoo. Yeah. So I, mean, yeah. I could see why he would see we could see it that way. Yeah, and it's just it's just funny watching those ones because some of them are creative. Like the there one is. that was the one that's messed up is uh, it says my dad coming to celebrate my birthday with me, and he's like, "Yeah, dad, thanks for showing up." And then it says the TVA is he's like shaking his finger, and he's like, "Uh uh-uh. uh," and his dad disagrees. He goes, "Where's my dad?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Bro, that's fucked like up. what the fuck just happened?" Or like one where uh, this guy you can he's. So it's him and his best friend, and they kind of look – it's weird. They look similar, but they have no relation. And the weird thing is one's black, one's white, but they look very similar. So what he does is he's like, yeah, it's fun being black. I'm going to say the N-word. And, and he goes, N-, and then the TVA, like, covers his mouth, and then he turns the white. He's like, well, what did you do to me? And the TVA goes, what was already needed to be done. <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, could you imagine? <laughs> there could you imagine a- being the one person who's aware of them? right like you're still in your own timeline but you're aware they exist i i and no matter scary. what you'd be like okay like every f- fucking move i do someone is watching me 
Which I mean, that like, just means they're perverts at certain points. I wonder if they just like fast forward after that. I don't know because I feel like they're like I feel because like the way they explain it is everyone is programmed to move a certain way, so they have to they have to monitor and make sure everything goes as planned. Or they're not even pro- they are not even programmed a certain way. The timekeepers essentially apparently like just guide dic- they just dictate how time is apparently supposed to go. And um, it's very clear that there's some there's some dictatorial fucking overtone going on here, especially since these people are kidnapped variants for brainwashed and forced to work. So it's like mm, that's a red flag. <laughs> but uh, yeah, back onto dreams since we went on oh, a little spiel there yeah. of the TVA, which is the Time Variance Agency Authority. Authority. I always get that last. But I mean. It's, they seem like they'd be an agency too, like not like you could just easily call them the TVA squared or like the TVA two, because it's literally just you would think that's what it is. But yeah, do you have any other things you'd like to say about dreams or how you think they occur or why they occur? Oh yeah, so going back to um, why they uh, first off how they occur, um, I personally think that. Are, are so are what we experience what is looking through our eyes right now what is thinking what is feeling what is having as experience our, our our consciousness is a separate piece from our physical body you could call it consciousness a soul um spirit what have you but um our consciousness essentially like leaves our body when we sleep and is just kind of subjected to whatever whatever the hell in um whatever realm we want to call it the spirit realm the the astral realm getting a lot of spiritual new age shit here but i mean it's just like I feel like you kind of have to have these kind of conversations when you're talking about dreams because you can't really have a normal conversation about dreams. And if you can, then you're, then you're fucking boring. <laughs> this just sums it up to you suck. You, you, know, you just, you live a boring life. I couldn't imagine. You live a boring lifestyle. I can imagine like one of my friends uh, last year, like towards the end of the year, just randomly out of nowhere goes, Hey Damien. I'm like, yeah. I'm one of the most boring people I know. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, you want to know my favorite kind of cereal? And I was like, cinnamon toast. No. Fruity pebbles. No. I named all these sugary foods. Want to know what he told me? Chex. Chex cereal. You want to know which one really? I made a good guess. I was like, it's either either the plain Cheerios or it's that fucking Chex mix cereal. And you want to know the one that really, like what he would say, gets his his panties in a twist, as he'd say? Corn checks, and I quote, I am a slut for corn checks. I'm like, oh, so you just like eating nothing, basically. Literally, you like eating a cracker with no salt, some little dribble food. <laughs> he just he laughed. You want to know how old he was when he had a, his first sugary cereal? How old he was 19 years old when he first had uh fruit or fruity pebbles. Given his mom never forced him like that. Because I know his mom personally. She always gave him the option. He just always chose the plain things. You fucking humans are so weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's so strange. 
and he just, like he sat there and i was giving shit for it because like he's a smart kid he's smarter than me by far and like we'll have uh conversations and he'll give me shit sometimes if i stutter or say something so like if i go did that then he goes to today junior i'm like listen here fucking 19 year old sugary rush boy hello fucking i'm like go eat your fucking corn checks and fucking go somewhere with yourself you fucking weirdo and he's like listen it's probably it's not my fault probably the type of person that eats a cracker and some milk before they go to bed and to help them sleep nothing wrong with that but like i was gonna say what's wrong with eating crackers with milk you know i eat crackers with milk not before my sleep though that's kind of like that's only if i didn't have anything to eat then i'll eat it quick and then go to bed but it doesn't help me go to bed right like they're white people be fucking weird all right that's all i can (laughs) say milking cookies (laughs) milking cookies weirdly enough actually makes me fall asleep I don't know what it is. Like, I think it's just because when I was younger, my mom, whenever I'd wake up, she would just hand me a glass of milk, I'd eat cookies, and I'd fall asleep. And back to bed. It's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> do, 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 do. Just like, <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> it's just, I can't even imagine, like, it's just weird, though. Like, going back to dreams, it's just, I, I feel like you're supposed, the dreams you remember is because you're supposed to remember them for later on. Because they could, like, for me, they could easily be something that's, like, uh, something you can look back onto and be like, I remember when I was at this point in my life, now I'm different. So you can look at it as an accomplishment or like some kind of like, it just you can look at it in different ways. And that's how I always interpret dreams is they're there to teach you something, even the weird ones. Exactly. So for example, if I'm ever in the wild and I see a chicken or a, a cow that box like a chicken, I'm just going to walk back the direction I came because apparently there's something back there that's fucking the ecosystem up in the animals. So I'm just like, LOL. Yeah. Just some nuclear power plant. That's okay. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I feel like every every dream we have has some underlying subconscious meaning to it, um, whether it be plain, whether it be some fucking weird, vivid dream, whether it be a, the most horrific nightmare you've ever had in your life. I feel we just uh, we are meant to um, remember these things and experience them. Our brain wouldn't have this organ in our fucking brain, like inside of our brain, that produces this crazy ass hallucinogen when we're dreaming. It's like, I see. Yeah, I see what you mean. I just didn't want to interrupt you because I didn't know we were going to keep talking, and I didn't want to be rude about it. And um, a lot of people. So, just a tip: if you drink tap water, please get a fucking filter for your faucet, or get water bottles, or some pure filter from the store like a thing that you can put in your fridge get a water filter tap water is literally killing you there's micro metals there's plastics there's fucking bacteria and there's this there's this um element there's this chemical called fluoride in our water that um it essentially fucks up our bones and our um they our teeth and it's they put it in our water because it apparently helps with tooth decay, and it helps with you know bone disease because you know they apparently care about you enough to put shit in your water. But it also, it also but not to get you, but not to get you free healthcare. It also it also helps with uh, your immune system because my old roommate she had such a shitty immune system <laughs> that the doctor literally told her you should just drink more tap water. He like she's like really he's <laughs> no, like yeah just drink no. more tap water. She has, like, literally, her immune system is ass. She's always, quote-unquote, sick. And the only reason I say, quote-unquote, is because sometimes she can't explain it. So she just rules it out as, I'm sick. Is she eating good? Like, is she eating junk food all day? Like, it- She eats really weirdly. 
She has she eats specific foods that have to be cooked a certain way. Like if she has to have something basically over seasoned for her to eat it. Yeah, see, that's and she only drinks what is it? BG water. Given she's drinking a lot more water now. Because the stuff that's inside of like the water actually like a lot of people misunderstand the human body sometimes. The human body can maintain a lot. It's just you can't be drinking a lot of it. So, for example, he didn't tell her, drink a, like a shit like ton of water, just a glass a day and your immune system will get better because there's stuff that's actually in there that's going to benefit you more than not drinking it. You want to know why she didn't drink water at all? There's, there's only things in the water that would be benefiting you if you're literally not getting your vitamin sources from she wasn't. literally anything else. She literally isn't. And that is a problem in itself. You should be eating differently than trying than 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 resorting to fucking tap water for for your fucking metals your iron are you telling me chewing on my gemstones and rocks is not good for my health probably not probably not oh thinking about biting a rock and just yeah just go take a handful of gravel and just have you ever have you ever got sand in your mouth before i have and it's like it's sand it just never goes away. You, yeah, you sit there spitting for minutes. It's like, please, dear God, and like you think it's gone, and you like chew, and then you feel it and crunching. It's, mm, it's just like, dude, mm, it's I don't know how it got mm, here, but here we are. Cringe. But uh, yeah, this is the uh, this is the weird part of the podcast where we get off subject again, but it's actually kind of interesting. Yeah, hey, what it's whatever. But uh, yeah, I feel like uh, I've said all I can say about it, and I usually at the end of the episodes, I usually ask the guests if they have anything you know they want to say to the fans or the people you already i'm assuming would you say getting a filter would be your thing or do you have any advice to give them um yeah i just avoid drinking tap water because the fluoride and especially in some areas is very prominent and um this shit will actually it encases the fucking pineal gland in this layer of gunk and just calcified bullshit and um um disrupts all of its hormone productions and this gland, it helps it helps regulate and helps produce a lot of hormones, but the biggest three, not the big I shouldn't even say the biggest the biggest two would be melatonin and serotonin. It produces trace amounts of DMT, as with every other living creature. But it's more active when and there when we're dreaming. Or at least in our cycle of sleep when mm-hmm. we are usually dreaming. And um, yeah, and it disrupts everything and um, it will cause you to, your sleep patterns will get all sorts of fucked up. Your mood will be fucked up because it also affects your serotonin. And um, yeah, just try to limit your tap water. Just the best thing would just be get to get a water filter. Um, I didn't have one for the longest time. I accumulated a lot of plastic waste from water bottles. Don't I've fil- also never met someone who drinks an entire water bottle. There's always that little bit left yeah. to leave around. And yeah. I don't know why. See, I do that a lot. And I'll I'll find like five of them when I come in and come back in the morning and I'll like clean up. I'll just pour them all into one water bottle and then I have a full water bottle. See, see for me, I always finish them. <laughs> and like, I, I won't lie, when I was younger, I had an issue with them. But as I got older, it pissed me off, always running into them or like crunching them. Right. So I throw them away. And then my mom would get mad at me. And she's like, why didn't you drink all this? I'm like, first off, you're the only one who has drank any water today. I have a physical water bottle, like a metal one or like a plastic one. I'm like, you have the ones you threw away. That's your fault. And she's like, oh, yeah, it is. I'm like, why don't you drink? She goes, I don't know. I just get – I think she said she gets full. I'm like, you get full off of a one – like half a bottle of water. 
She's like, well, it's, the way she explains, she's like, yeah, there's a difference in getting full off of liquid and getting full off of food. I'm like, mom, you don't have two stomachs. You can't sit here and tell I me. Mean, I get like, what she, I get what she's saying, but like that's just such a strange thing. You could just say you don't want it, and like I don't understand why you keep it out in your room. Just put it back in the fridge, because then she complains. Oh, I don't. I didn't want to drink it because it's warm. Right. Then put it in the fucking fridge. That's what a fridge does. It cools things off and keeps them cool. Yeah, I tr- I try to put them back in the fridge as fast as I can once I feel that they're not cold anymore. But um, one last thing about dreams. Um. And just sleeping in general, if you are having problems um, going to bed at night and having a good, like a good night's sleep, like you always wake up, you have like seven, eight hours of sleep, but you still wake up and you're all sorts of fucked up because it's now noon and you went to bed at three in the morning. Um, If you could, um, try going camping um, like for a weekend. Um, If you go to bed and rise with the sun... Um, when you're out camping, um, it essentially helps reset this clock in your in the in your organ your pineal gland that tells you when to produce melatonin and when to produce serotonin, which either wakes you up or or makes you or you know makes you sleepy. And um, yeah, sleep is very important. Um, you your body literally breaks down if you don't have good sleep. Or a good amount of sleep. So um, it's just one of those things that we should be treasuring. I once again, I don't want to be rude. No, you're fine. And when you see me on your phone, I'm not. It's not that I'm not paying attention. <gasps> I want to make that clear. When no, I go on no, my no, phone, no, it's just to get like rid of like notifications and stuff, so they stop popping up and I like know. stop buzzing. Hey, I have ADHD too. I know, but I don't have ADHD. Is the thing. Are you sure about that? Yes, I've been tested. My sister has it. And you're sure you that you don't? Mm-hmm. Because during the test, my whatever they gave me, my attention was on it, and I wasn't overstimulated while trying to focus on one thing and one thing only. Well, that's also not better. the main thing of ADHD. Is no, no, that. But like they would, they had tests of me where they tried to get my attention while trying to do something, and I could still do the topic, like the task, and look at them and multitask. Where my sister had trouble doing that, so I'm like, okay, cool. There's a lot more to it, and then I think she also has ADD too. I think she has well, both. Well, yeah, obviously, if she has ADHD, she's going to, yeah. She's also bipolar. But enough Which about my... A, it's just not a bad thing. It's just... But enough about my, you know, Mario-built sister who's like... Oh, well. She's built like Mario. She doesn't work out, but she's built like a dude. She can she can lift a lot of weight. She just gets out of breath very easily. Same. Like, she sneezes and she'll be wheezing afterwards. Like, just like... <sighs> yeah. I'm like, I damn, like... imagine sneezing and being out of breath. Right. I mean, I almost knocked myself out once when I sneezed because when I like usually when you sneeze, your head goes forward. I was at work and I didn't see there was a metal bar and I was getting up from under this little thing. And I went, achoo, and you just heard, and my coworker ran over to me. He goes, are you okay? And I look at him and there's a red mark across my forehead. I was like, I sneezed (laughs) pretty hard. Oh, my fucking God. Um, I just remembered this dream I had as. Do you remember that um, over by Schrader, mm-hmm. that uh, little like, condo that I used to live in? Mm-hmm. I had a dream one time that I was falling off of a building. It started with me, f- or as the most, the earliest I can remember, I was falling off of a building. Which that's how it usually goes. And um, I was just falling. It was like almost the Empire State Building. It was like, like just some, some large fucking building. I was falling. 
obviously it was the most frightening thing thing ever and um once i i hit the top of another building and i go through it and it's filled with like i phase through the ceiling i don't break through it i phase through it and i'm just suddenly in my apartment there and it was come filled to the brim with water like there's nothing in there that isn't front filled like I was about to say, there's nothing in there that's friendly. I'm like, what are you in? <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I'm pretty sure. I'm like, so you're in your room, but nothing in your room is friendly. What, is it trying to fucking kill you? You're already underwater. You're going to die from drowning anyway. But that's the thing, though. Like, I was, I fell through there, and I sank to the bottom as if, like, and I just started walking around, and I could breathe. I wasn't, or I, I wasn't even breathing. I was just there walking around in a fucking, my fucking house was filled with water. I'm like, what the hell? Well, I wasn't even like, what the hell at the time, but looking back at it, I'm like, this is so strange. I was like, I don't even know what that could mean right now. I'm thinking about it. It just, I just remembered it. But um, yeah, it was a very strange experience. I was going to say with me, the last thing I'm going to say is uh, I just, I remembered that uh, I am so scared of the ocean that I physically can't even dream of it. Whenever any, like <laughs> dead ass, whenever I have a dream of an ocean or anything to do with water that I can't see the bottom of. I instantly wake up. There's no, I there, nothing scary even happens. <laughs> there's no sharks. There's no krakens. There's no octopus. But I, I totally get it though. It's like there was one where I got pushed off a boat into the ocean, and as soon as my toe broke the water, I woke up <laughs> like dead. I didn't even right. get underwater. I just woke up was like, no thanks, and then I rolled over to my other side and went to sleep. <laughs> All right, let's see what the next dream has in store. <laughs> it's crazy you have those nights where you'll have like multiple dreams. Oh, in a row, and you could remember them. This is the last dream before I end the episode is there was a time I woke up three times in a dream. And this is this is the trippiest dream I've ever had so far in my life. And here's the here's a creepy part. The dreams I woke up from, there was nothing weird about them. It was a normal day of me getting out of my bed, getting ready to work and start walking. But on my way to work, I would just wake up and I'd be in the same position. So I'm sitting here tripping the fuck out. Like, am I supposed to do something right, before I get to work? Right. And like, the third and final time I woke up, I was at work in the dream. And what happened was one of my coworkers goes, wake up. And I was like, what? They went, wake up. And I woke up. I sprung up. It was like three in the morning. I'm in a dead sweat. Like, <laughs> like I'm patting myself to make sure everything is real. I got up, walked to the bathroom, walked back to my room. I'm like, <laughs> patting myself to make sure. <laughs> and on my way to work, I was, oh so, I was so damn anxious. When I was so damn anxious walking to work, I was slowly stepping like I'm gonna wake up any second. Bruh, right? Like, I got this to is real life. I got to work and I found out everything was real when I had such the shittiest work list I had to complete. I'm like, yeah, there's no way this is a dream. I would never have this shit in my dream. Bruh, that's ass. so funny. Patting myself to make sure that uh, this is reality. I did like I was hitting my bed, hitting myself. I was like, I feel pain. I can feel this. Like I can smell. I can taste. Like I can hear. Them, them motherfuckers better be giving me time for that. <laughs> But yeah, overall, uh, it's just dream. <laughs> write it down sometimes. Write down your dreams before you absolutely forget them for the rest of your life. Just yes. to come back and like, keep, see a, them. keep a little journal next to your book, uh, t- next to your bed. The second you wake up, to your best of abilities, if you can remember to write it down, write it down. And um, because the, that you really get only get like thirty fucking seconds after you wake up, and your memory of your dream is usually gone. And um, I just, there will be times I can remember that I dream. I just, I can't remember anything that happens. I'm just like, I know I dreamed. I remember the dream. I just don't remember what happened in the dream. But yeah, keep a little dream diary or journal, whatever you want to call it next to your bed. Write them down, document them. 
So they'll make good movies. <laughs> so like always, thank you so much for listening, giving me your time of day. Once again, Kaya, thank you for being on an episode and talking about this and nah, you know, doing it. what I do with every guest where we get off topic so severely because it's just like it just happens. Like it's like it just happened. But uh with that being said, uh once again, like thank a Jim you so Carrey much. Movie. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so in the end, uh, I'll see you in the lobby next time you decide to queue up. <laughs>